I hope you had a good week. Uh, this was a unique week in, in some ways for me, but it was a good week. I want to challenge you with something this morning that is, uh, has been burning my heart all week. Um, and I, it, it, I, you know, I always am amazed how Pastor Jonathan's message and sometimes our class content are fit like a hand in glove together. And uh, I'm going to take that out because I was getting a little bit of feedback. Sorry about that. I'm distracted. But um, I think you know this, but we live in a bubble. We live in a bubble in Lynchburg, Virginia. Okay? We live in a bubble in this area, even in, I would say in the South sometimes. But our world is changing rapidly. I was, I was um, reminded of that this week when I met with a student. And... I learned that the student uh, had questions about God. And her questions about God were you know, just from words that she was hearing around campus and in class. And she said, you use this word called saved. What are you talking about? And I come to find out that um, her mom uh, is a Catholic by name, but no practice. Dad is not a believer. And um, she is questioning things that she's hearing. So I asked her the first question, do you believe in God? She said, no. She's a student at Liberty, one of my students in class. And I said, what do you believe? She goes, I believe in spirituality, I guess, because my mom told me that grandpa who died was leaving dimes for her around the house. So he's, his ghost is around. And then he stopped leaving dimes, and so I guess his ghost is now gone. And we, had, we continued our conversation, and um, the bottom line is that yeah, I, I, I used the name John from the Gospels. And her response was, who's that? I said, have you ever heard of Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John? No. Never. She has grown up, not in the U.S., but in Canada. Wonderful young woman. But has had zero influence with Christianity, the Bible, God, or anything. And I talked yesterday to a, a person... Wayne was his name, who was from Canada, and he and his wife have a ministry and had a ministry in Canada. He came to Liberty to go to seminary, and it was very surprising to me to learn from him that their ministry reaches out to people, and they created a ministry of weddings, funerals, and baby dedications. Because he said over 90% of the people in Canada have no one to do those functions for them. No. They're secularized. He goes, the, the concept of God 
it is unreal to them. But they like the idea of spirituality. They like the idea, okay, would you be there to because you have to be licensed in order, you have to have somebody official to do a wedding, and you can't do that without being a in a denomination. And most people aren't even connected to a church of any kind to do that. So you can't get married without an official. You can't get buried without an official. And so they need, they, they, why not create a ministry? And it's, it's the first time the majority of them have ever even experienced anything in relationship to God. We are in the safe zone here. But as Pastor Jonathan said this morning, that is changing rapidly. And more and more people are coming to the place where they have no understanding or faith in God because they've been secularized by their culture. And so my my uh, encouragement to us today, though that doesn't sound very encouraging, is you have a voice. You have a witness. You have a ministry. <laughs> Do not think of this as the safe zone anymore. We are not in a safe zone. People are here in our community, and our students recognize this as well. They have classmates who don't know God. I had another student come up to me. Uh, this week in class, and she said this, I met a guy in the rot. That's the dining hall, for those of you who may not know. Because yeah, it used to be run by Marriott, and so they just nicknamed it the rot, and even though it has nothing to do with Marriott, they still call it the rot, even though it's great food, but nevertheless, the rot. And she said he was a senior, he's a senior at Liberty, and an atheist. Though he's open, he just hasn't really heard much defense of, of, of real Christianity. I say, really? We, we are losing the bubble quickly. So my encouragement and prayer is, I would like to encourage you to see yourself as a minister of the gospel. Every one of us. Every one of us. As a minister of the gospel, and to also realize and understand that they're all around us if our eyes will be open to it and that will be available. Some of you are in a workplace where you see it all the time, some of you aren't. The Bible gives us our command you are the light of the world. You are the salt here. Live who you are. Let's pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I thank you for this day, and I thank you for your love and your mercy and your grace, and I pray that we as the church won't be silent, that we will lovingly communicate the gospel, that we would set our hearts on fire with the truth of your word, that we would make you Lord of our lives. Forgive us of our sins, which are many. Lord, at times I feel like the cheapest. God, I pray that you would allow us to experience your grace and mercy and share it with others. May we be light and salt to a world that's around us. In Jesus' name.
Amen.